where you're like, I'm going to slurp because you're, you're going to edit this out. And then I put it in. <laughs> That's what you thought. I'm a slurp. Jennifer. Okay. Jennifer. So Jennifer. That's what I get called when I'm in trouble. I need to not so look at my good. phone this time so people believe I want to be here. You got this, Thank you so right? much. What did you get? Um, you got this. Yes. What? Yep. Oh my I gosh, that's good. I didn't even think. You guys want to see my diaper? <laughs> so hot right now. She's down for the girls here. Oh my gosh. But look at your stomach and your Sexual. legs. I'm wearing a diaper because this is TMI probably, but I started my period for the first time in a year and a month and I uh, didn't have a... A big enough tampon in there, so <laughs> I bled through the little one real quick. I'm not oh, trying to get it on this chair or this white shirt dress thing. Uh, well, yeah. that's kind of a good uh, segue into our topic today, Creston. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm Kristen. Oh, I'm Jenna. And I'm Brooklyn. This is the Add No I Know podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about hormones. hormones. <laughs> I was going to say period, and like on cue, you girls said hormones. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're talking but, about hormones, right? Yeah, all things, all things, you know, female related. So if if there were any remaining male viewers, they will be gone after today. <laughs> so sorry, guys. They're probably just going to skip this one. Yeah. Or yeah, just skip it. Unless they want to know why we're so psycho and they yeah. want to hear more about the hormones. There you go. Then they'd be smart to listen. Listen in. Yeah. So, okay. Has your period gotten worse since you had a baby, Kristen? It's hard to even remember what it was like before because I literally haven't had one for a year. But like, honestly, after the bleeding that comes after having a baby, this mm -hmm. is nothing. Do you That's remember your periods being an issue or being like interfering with your life before having a baby? So I'm notorious for forgetting to bring tampons with me everywhere. Same. And so I shove them in every crevice of my car, like every uh -huh. car has tampons in it, yeah. in a bag of tampons. Well, everywhere has toilet paper. You just... That is not enough. Oh, okay. Oh, heavy flow. You and have I a guess, heavy flow and a wide I set did. vagina. <laughs> Cue mean girls. I can't help that I've got a wide set vagina. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so periods a long time ago when I was like 16, 17, used to be gnarly. I used to have really bad cramps. Like I would get like diarrhea the day before. Oh, yeah. Um, my stomach would start hurting. Uh, and it was really gnarly. I'd be like on the floor of my bathroom because they were so painful. And then I got on birth control and they kind of like seemed like it, the cramps kind of just went away. How old were you when you got put on birth control? I think I was 17 or 18, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so yeah, the, the cramps kind of went away, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like this forever. Like I'm just going to have the gnarliest cramps. Um, so yeah, I had really bad cramps and now I still have the diarrhea thing and I get, I break out, like I'm breaking out right now. Mm -hmm. And that's how I knew it was coming because I was like, my skin, I haven't had a pimple on my skin since before, like I was pregnant mm -hmm. or like in the beginning. Lucky you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Lucky you. Look at the way she's looking at me. She's like, That stare. Um, uh, I've heard that like after you have a baby too, like your period completely changes, like the way that you PMS, the way you bloat, that your cramps, like all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I don't get I used to get bad like 
cramps during my period. And ever since I had my daughter, I get really bad ovulation. Like I know when I'm ovulation, ovulating because I'm on the floor in the fetal position. Like it's bad. And I have a yeah. very high pain tolerance. So That's it's so weird. insane pain. Yeah. I can oh, feel gosh. when I'm ovulating, but it's not painful. Oh, it's, it's really weird. Painful. But my period, yeah. I'm like, like skipping Ugh. around like no issues at all yeah I feel like my period has changed a little bit since having Jensen but I feel like it's it's going back to normal now uh, yeah. now that it's like I'm like a year you know postpartum I guess you would say yeah. um you want to know something really sad what <laughs> and it took this podcast for me to realize it I thought that when people said postpartum they were talking about like postpartum depression like I thought it just went together I didn't oh. know that it just meant after birth oh that's really funny yeah, yeah. so um but I, I was kind of similar to you Kristen like my periods started when I was younger like being really painful and yeah. I remember like one time I was in high school and I like threw up from my cramps and had mm. to go home early oh. and um and so because of that well and other reasons oh gosh so this is like embarrassing for me to talk about, but I'm just going to talk about it because I feel like so many women share in that. I realized at a young age, I think I was like 16, I think I was a sophomore in high school, that I was getting like black hairs like on my like neck and my chin, like basically like a beard area. Yeah. <laughs> that a woman should not have dark black hairs, especially at 16 years old, huh. which is crazy. Like I remember I was sitting um, outside of a classroom with this girl and she looked at my neck and she's like, what's wrong with your neck? It's like fuzzy. And I was like, so self-conscious about it. And so because of that, my mom like took me into a doctor and they're like, oh, you might have like PCOS, like you might have trouble getting pregnant someday. And I'm like 16 years Wait, old. What is PCOS? Someone said that to um, me in a comment the other day and I didn't know what it was. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. I don't know what the S is. So okay. let me just, before we even like keep going, let me just say, I feel like some people get confused. Our podcast is not an educational yeah. podcast. We are not saying we're experts on any of this. This is girl talk. You wouldn't do your research before you talk with your girlfriends about stuff. So we're literally just sharing our stories, our experiences, things that we've heard. This is not educational. So I don't know what PCOS actually stands for. I could be completely wrong, but I yeah. think it's polycystic ovarian something. Maybe the S is for something. <laughs> I feel like Something. people just trust everything. Like consider us TikTok, like fact check yourself. Exactly. So yeah, yeah they thought I could research. have, mm -hmm. yeah, they thought I could have PCOS, which um, years later, I don't think that I do. But basically since 16, I have struggled with having like dark facial hair. And, you know, everyone says it's hormone related. I went to the doctor's and did like hormone testing. At least I thought that's what hormone testing was. Um, but they just did like a blood test and come to find out like that's not actually the most accurate way to do hormone testing. And hmm. so I still don't I, I probably should like go to an endocrinologist, which is a hormone specialist um, and have them do like a saliva test on me to figure it out. But um, I basically have to just shave my face like every few days. So that's hmm. still a story of my life. You do laser <laughs> oh, hair wow. removal. I've tried waxing. I've tried laser. I've tried it all. I remember like coming to my husband crying a couple months before our wedding being like, I don't want to have to shave my face on my wedding day. Like, mm. and I remember like the first time I had to like tell him about it because it's like if he touches my face, like you can feel it like it's rough, you know, and 
um, it's super embarrassing as a woman and it makes you feel not cute when you're like, oh, I got to shave my face. Got a five o'clock shadow going on over here. I shaved here. my mustache, so. Well, yeah. Is it dark though? It's is is it peach darker fuzzy? here on, on the, the edges, corners. on the on the corners, and so I was plucking yeah. it, and that's painful. So I do if when I notice it, I do. I'll take one of those little face razors from like the dollar yeah. store or whatever, and I'll shave my little mustache. Yeah, I do. I do notice that a little bit, but I I similar to what you're saying, not the same thing, but like from pregnancy, I got dark spots on my face, the mm. pre- mother's mask or whatever yeah. they call it, and I remember when Ken and I were first dating. And my husband is very, very, very logical, very just like matter of fact. He's not like, oh, is this going to offend somebody? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you have a mustache. <laughs> we're Thanks, in the car. Ken. We're That's dating. Nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, we're done. <laughs> Don't look at me anymore. Aww. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? No, I do not have a mustache. And I'm like looking in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're talking about like the dark. And, you know, like when you start not wearing makeup in front of the guy, eventually yeah. you're like, OK, yeah. I'm going to start to like be myself a little bit. See if he still likes me. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's my mother's mask. Like, it's just dark spots on my upper lip. Thanks, though, for pointing that out. I appreciate it. Um, But I feel like it's like gone now over time. Yeah. He's like, oh, you have a mustache. (laughs) But I think like Britney stuff is helping, too. So get rid of like the dark spots. Oh, yeah. What's helping? Britney's. She's been uh, our facialist. She's been doing some stuff to my face. I have no idea what. But like I have like these super dark melasma. And it's been ever since I had Skylar. Um, Thanks, Skylar. She stole everything. Um. (laughs) But you have to be really careful when you're treating these dark spots because there are certain things that can make it worse. Like they'll go away, but then they'll come back like 10 times worse. So oh, oh. Um, I never like made a move to get rid of it because I was so terrified that it was going to make it worse because mm-hmm. I did do like pumpkin peels and stuff from some chick a while ago and it made it worse. So oh, that's the other thing is like we have these issues. We want to solve them, but like we don't know what to do and they are hormon- hormonal yeah, um, or age or whatever. The so topical um, stuff can't really help. It helps, but like even if you get hot, like not even just going in the sun and having the sun on you, if you get warm, your body temperature, it will bring it back. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, it's totally crazy. Um, But just to like touch on what you guys both talked about with birth control is I never took birth control either. Like, Mm. so I know that sometimes people say birth control can affect your hormones and things like that, but I know I have hormonal issues and it's not from birth control. I think it's food related. you didn't because you got pregnant really young. Clearly. I'm like, (laughs) I mean, I already have a kid at 18. (laughs) F it. Like, I don't even take birth control. Yeah. I'm already a mom. Screw it. Let's go. Let's get this done. So I wish, honestly, I wish as a young girl that I never got put on birth control. Um, Thankfully, it didn't really affect me in like getting pregnant. But Mm. I I mean, there's just, there's so many young girls who get put on birth control, I think way too early. And the doctors are just pushing these pills like it's candy. And um, I, I feel like it really affects people you know, in the long run, and we're seeing more infertility and more, you know, people like having a harder time getting pregnant. And I feel like a lot of it, you know, is because of these hormones that we're injecting into our body or, you know, taking every day. Yeah, that could be something that could definitely have something to do with I never thought about it that way. I guess I was just like, Oh, this is what you do to like, you know, not get pregnant. I never thought about I guess it's not that I never thought about when I was that young, I didn't think about it. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like, because different, I would, I always looked for the birth control that had like the least amount of like hormones and like, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. like IUD, the copper one supposedly is like, 
you know, makes you a little less crazy. But certain birth controls will cause you to gain weight. They'll, like, make your mood swings crazy. It's like, how can it – like, if it affects you on that level, it's got to be mm-hmm. doing other things yeah. that you maybe aren't aware of. But um, I wanted to ask about uh, what you were talking about. Have you had your testosterone tested? So I went to I, – I have Kaiser insurance. So I went to Kaiser and talked to my doctor and basically was like – Here's what I've been dealing with my whole life. Like, it's not normal to have, like, this dark, thick hair on my face. Um, And so they did a blood test, which, um, from my understanding, if you want to know more exact ranges for your hormones, you need to do a saliva test. So when they do a blood test at the hospital or at the doctor's office, they give you, they check your range and it's a very wide range. So they did check my testosterone and all my hormone levels, but basically the range is so wide that pretty much everyone falls into that range. So they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're good. And it's like, well, okay, I'm good, but that still doesn't solve the problem of like, why do I have dark facial hair? And hmm. she basically just chalked it up to like, oh, it must be genetics. And like, there is some Spanish in my bloodline. So that's, she's like, oh, do you have any kind of like, you know, Hispanic blood? And I was like, well, yeah. She's like, oh, that's what it is then. And basically just sent me on hmm. my way and was like, that's it. So well, it's because the medical system is sent set up to be like to take care of an existing issue not to be preventative you fall within this range you may be in line and 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 on your way to some sort of disaster but they don't care about it until there's an issue so that's why the range Mm -hmm. is so big that's just how the american medical system is set up they are not preventative at all so yeah that's why there's so many health issues that's why there's so much bullshit I had mine tested and I was like non-detectable. Mine was so low. Like it was under 10. And Did you do a saliva be, test? It was um, – I'm trying to remember how Sometimes they do it urine too, I feel like. Maybe. I don't know. I can't really remember how it okay. was tested. but um, They probably had you do multiple things and you don't know which one was for which. Yeah. I want to say it was blood, but she said it was that um, you're supposed to be around 62 when you, as a woman. But I actually know someone who has very high testosterone for a woman and she her metabolism is like insane and her abs and stuff kind of look more masculine like her body does. Mm -hmm. Um, And she told me that's what it's from. Mm -hmm. And she also has a lot of fuzz on her face. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's she just shared that with me. But I noticed, too, like sometimes larger people like get that too like if you're really overweight it throws off your hormones and stuff and they'll yes. get dark hair on their face i've heard oh. that from honestly i feel I like who, so but. many women struggle with it like yeah. i've just learned over the years to just kind of like in a way own it and just not be embarrassed by it because so many women struggle with it and i realized that when i was going to get laser done on my face they're like do you know how many women come in here and all have dark facial hair and you know, so even for me doing the lasering, it it helped, but it didn't take it away completely. So I I still deal with it to this day. I'm like, well, the easiest thing is to just shave it. But yeah, I just I I've talked to so many women about it, and it's like everyone, like so many women struggle with this, and that's why like yeah. it's embarrassing to talk about. But I'd rather like talk about it and like you know create a yeah. safe space for other women to talk about it too. And yeah, you know, of course, that's great. Yeah, for me, I I haven't gone and done. Like the saliva testing, she like sends you the kit and does it, but it's it's not cheap and insurance doesn't cover it. And 
I haven't Crazy. really had any other reason outside of the facial hair to do it because I have been able to get pregnant and, you know, so. You should look up um, some symptoms of high or low testosterone because I was surprised how much better I did when I had um, testosterone cream. I got on cream and you do it on your inner thigh. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. You can't do it when you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant. Um, so I stopped it a while ago, obviously. But um, it's like low sex drive, irritability, like just so many different things. Like if you have low testosterone and um, I, mm. when I was on the cream, I felt a lot better. Do you know there's this place that I'm, I might be working with? They do, um, they do like your nails and your hair and you send it in and they will tell you like what you're deficient in. Um, if you've been, if your body's like holding on to strep or if you've been like, um, exposed to mold or things like that. And they'll actually like work with you and like do testing throughout. They'll change up your, um, your eating and they will give you supplements and things like that to get rid of it. Um, liver cleanses are huge. Like you want to do a liver cleanse at least once a year. Really? Oh yeah, you want to do one. you absolutely want to do a liver cleanse. Um, I mean, sugar is just as bad for your liver as alcohol. So, um, you can give up alcohol, but if you're still drinking sugar, so I'm basically an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> so or at least my liver thinks I am. But um, I'm talking with them about working with something, and and we can give our listeners like oh cool discounts and things like that. And I want to um, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. So, um, How do you do a liver cleanse? It's, it's like certain vitamins, certain herbs, certain things like that. And then you oh. have to, have to, have to take um, a lot of specific things, obviously sugar being one of them, um, out of your diet. And um, it's, I mean, literally my son and my kids, my both my kids did it, but my son specifically, um, we went and got live blood cell testing done and they, they prick your finger, they look at it under a microscope and they can tell you like precursors, they can see if you've had like, um, like a brain damage or like you hit your head or something like that. Like they can see different parts of your body and like where you're having ailments. And um, he specifically had liver issues, not issues, but like precursors to liver things. So he did this liver cleanse with us. And he was like, I can't believe like how much like I don't get angry now or like my brain fog is gone. And, you know, like it, it was and for a, a 18, 19 year old boy to say that that's yeah. pretty extraordinary. So I'm totally like all for like the holistic part because I yeah. I think I think that it's good to have both. Like I feel like the holistic is great for um like to be cautious and like all of the preventative things and to do whatever you can to stay out of needing to go to like Western medicine. If there's something really bad, then like yes, you want to go to the doctor and you want to take care of it. But like I would always include like the more holistic route too. So like if I had cancer, I would do what I needed to do for the cancer, but I would also like take the holistic approach first yeah, probably. The and then yeah. So like I would like take off to Mexico or something and like throw myself <laughs> in one of those places for yeah. a couple months. And if that didn't work then I'd go do the other one. But yeah, live blood yeah. cell testing. And then um, um, I'll just say the name of this place just in case. And it's called Balanced Health. Balanced um, creating health. Balanced Health. Um, find your nutritional and hormonal, hormonal imbalances, food sensitivities, stressed organs, a custom-built regimen, and more with our at-home bioenergetic testing. So the great thing about this is that it is like you can do it online and um it's all virtual. Um, I was going to a place, uh, Infinity for Health in Irvine, and it was just really far. 
yeah. um, to go like every like two weeks and get tested and like make sure everything's going good. I felt better than I ever have in my life, but it's far and yeah. I'm busy. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. I definitely cool. would come <clears throat> into learning about that place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Candice Birch is the girl that I was talking about. Her company is like your hormonebalance.com. So if you guys are looking for really good information or if you want to talk with someone or get testing done, um, that's who I would recommend. I've heard a lot of her stuff on different podcasts and she's amazing. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah. The more knowledge, the better. I feel like um, nobody, no healthcare system, none of your doctors are going to care about your health more than you are. Mm -mm. So you have to be proactive and you cannot just go to the doctor and be like, okay, they said I'm fine. Like if you don't feel good, you don't feel good. Like you have to be your biggest advocate. And um, I mean, if I listened to the doctors, I would have considered myself fine. But I'm, you know, when you're not right, Mm -hmm. you know, your body and they just don't care. They have to become um, not cold, but like just have to be able to turn it off or else they're not gonna be able to go home and sleep too, you know? So yeah, yeah just do the research. If you don't feel good, keep digging until yeah. you do. Naturopathic doctors are usually where it's at, you know? Yeah. It sucks because not ugh, not everyone can afford to pull money out of their pocket and go to a naturopathic doctor because it's so expensive. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, this may sound, I mean, this may be taken wrong, but I'm just gonna say it. But I feel like people will say that they don't have time and they don't have money. But I truly believe that you will prioritize what's important to you. I think we do have the time. You're just going to put time into the things that are important to you. Um, And money, like people will splurge. They'll buy iPhones. They'll, you know, buy things for their cars. They'll tint their windows. They'll buy designer bags or whatever. Like if your health is your priority, then put the money there. And if it's your priority, put your time there. Well, and also there's so many more resources out there like or even, trade. even just books um, that you can read yeah. about hormones and your health. And there's so much free information on the Internet now, you know, like look up, um, you know, myhormonebalance.com or um, a girlfriend of mine. She has a podcast, Dr. Lowe. Um, she deals with like a lot of hormones. And, you know, so, I mean, there's there's free information out there, too, that you can it might be a little harder that you might have to dig and figure it out. But. You probably could. You know? Yeah, there's forums and things like that where you can, like, talk to people that are like you. Um, also, Instagram. Like, there are so many people out there, like, trying to build their their following that they're, like, throwing free information out there, you know, right. like, on reels. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, just find somebody, people, find people that are having the same ailments that you are and then, like, just latch on to them. And I feel like you can ask them questions. And then at some point, they're going to want you to pay them for their information because it's valuable. But <laughs> So let's shift gears a little and talk period since we were kind of talking about periods earlier <laughs> someone's on Kristen's hers. clip of her diaper right here yeah. <laughs> so uh, outside of your diaper that you're wearing right now Kristen what do you use for your cycle um so I use tampons okay and do you have a kind of brand that you like whatever's cheap okay I so like you're not concerned that- with any like chemicals or toxins that are in them <sighs> I sh- probably should be, um, <laughs> but no, I'm kind of just cheap. I just buy the cheap stuff. But um, I actually did get sent tampons by this company a long time ago, and I can't remember the name of it. Was it Cora? It poss- Pearl? Cora? Possibly. Those are some. Anyways. Um, there, Theirs was all natural, whatever, whatever, but it literally like, fell apart up there. And Ew. I told them, I was like, this is coming out in pieces. 
so yeah, I was like, okay, I guess I'm not using those again. Um, and yeah, so I probably should be a little more concerned about the chemicals that are in there. Have you yeah. done research on that? And I haven't done a ton of research. I'm trying to pull this up right now, but my phone's like not loading in here. But so I, I've just heard like, you know, the regular brands, like I'll throw out there, like, I don't know, maybe Tampax or things like that. They have a lot of chemicals in them. And so mm-hmm. we're like sticking these chemicals up our hoo-hahs and then wondering again, like why we have so many issues, you know, with hormone imbalances and things like that. Yeah. And so, um, so I think people started kind of catching on to this like a couple of years back. And so they were coming out with brands that were like organic cotton tampons. And I think a lot of women were leaning that way. Hmm. Well then, so there's this one brand, I think it's just called L. And it's like all in Target. It's just, I don't know why it just became like the cool organic brand, probably because it's like really cute. Like they have it in this cute tub with like a gold lid. and Oh, that I have in the bathroom at the salon? Exactly. <laughs> so I got those too. I bought because they're cute. Exactly. Because they're cute. They're pretty. And they say that they're like organic or they're, something, right? Yes. So they say that they're organic and they are, but because the cotton isn't naturally that white. There's some sort of like dye or something they put in it. I was trying to look up what the ingredient was. I saw this on Instagram, okay? So go ahead and fact check. I did not, but I trust everything I see on Instagram. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, no, but so they were saying that like because it's not naturally white, there's something they put in it to make it really white. And they're like, it is whatever this chemical is they're like it is so bad for you and so now everyone's like oh my gosh great like this organic brand that i totally trusted because it's supposed to be organic cotton now has some other kind of chemical in it so basically i threw it out there and everyone's like girl why are you still using tampons you need to use a cup oh i Um, hated the cup oh my gosh terrible i haven't tried it yet i haven't tried it but it does it sounds i've heard people say it's messy uh yeah so i've (laughs) Use the cup before. Use a pad. Yeah. So if you're not in a, if you're not at home, how the hell do you use this? So you get blood all over your hand, and then what? You're supposed to walk out of the stall with blood on your hand and go to the sink, because, so it's like you know, like a little round thing like that. Okay. In order to put it in, you have to do it, put it sideways, and push it up, and then it does that. Oh. So when you pull it out, everything that's in it, you pull it sideways, and all the blood gets all over your hand. Yeah, but oh, that's my experience. That can't be good just having a bunch of like blood sitting in there. So yeah, I don't know it's if I mess. used it wrong or what, but I've heard the same thing from other people. I mean, in order to get it out, you have to turn it sideways and yank it out with your finger. So aren't there some that have a little thing at the bottom that almost like a little nipple that you just pull straight out? I guess it would still squeeze together, huh? I I don't know, um, but you also can't like put that in the toilet, right? You would need like a oh, you don't private know. stall. Kind of like a private restroom, not one. It just doesn't seem like it's worth it. Like, I just don't know how you are supposed to, like, make that work. I don't know. All I know is that people who use cups, it's like this, like, cult following. (laughs) Like, they're, like, obsessed with it. And they think it's, like, the greatest thing ever. And every person I know that uses a cup is like, oh, my gosh, you have to switch. You have to try the cup. And ask them if they get blood all over their hand when they pull it out. Do you guys like who uses the cup? Tell me if I'm doing it wrong or but like not all cups are made the same. And so one cup that works for you, like 
your vag may not be the same as your friend, so you need a different kind of cup. Like where your cervix is, like how far up, which, okay, first off. Like if you have a shallow vagina? Yes. Yeah. And that's a thing that you have to like learn this. And I watched a video (laughs) on it. I don't want, no, I can't. I can't do that. You can't do what? Like check. I can't do that. Put your finger up your hoo-ha? No. So I I don't know why it's like, I know. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just can't. How do you even know what you're feeling? Yeah. I mean, I've sucked my fingers up there plenty of times, but how do you know what you're feeling? There's a video that's like. Stop. There's a video. Well, it's not. It doesn't show anything, but I watched a video and it was like, I kind of fast forwarded through it, but I think, I think I felt it. I don't. Yeah, how do you know felt, if you feel it or not? I feel really weird talking about this. And here's what my girlfriend was saying. Why? Was like, well, because some women, like Jenna and I, aren't quite comfortable sticking. I'm in the middle. Yeah. Jenna's like, no, you're like, yes. I'm like, medium, maybe. If I'm I need. talking about it? No, we'll just doing about it. putting your finger up there. Oh, got Can't it. do it. Yeah. Well, my friend's it. like, it, this shouldn't be something that is like weird. Like, we are women. We should know our bodies. We should know our anatomy. Like, I asked Ken what things were. I would ask Andy sometimes too. <laughs> like I, I don't understand what's what. I mean, not like on, but like you know, like in pictures and stuff. Like I don't know what that is. I don't want <laughs> to know what that Andy's is. Andy's taught me. So this video helped you figure out where your cervix is. Yeah, because you have to like kind of measure it so that you can get the right cup that fits you correctly. How do you measure it? With your finger. Like how far back? One it is. knuckle, two knuckles, all the way three. Can you feel it? Can you not feel it? Yeah, it's too invasive for me. I'm so confused. It must be really <laughs> far back there because I have sex Kristen's with my husband. Kristen's looking at her finger right now. <laughs> it must be really far back there because my husband's way bigger than my finger and <laughs> the whole thing fits in there. Well, I think it can move around, can it? I don't know. Wait, your is cervix? It? I don't know. Your cervix can move around? <laughs> I don't know. This is not educational. I don't know. I don't even know what a cervix is. I don't really know. Either. I honestly to don't even honest. know if like I know what a uterus is. If it's open, yeah. does a dick go in it when you have sex? I honestly have no idea. I don't. No, I don't either. think it's open. I don't think your cervix. What do they teach you in sex no. ed? Wait, I your cervix is not open because that's what they have to open when they put the IUD up there. I think. Oh yeah, mine's really far back there. Then. Yeah, I don't know. That's like what a period cramp is. Is in your cervix is like contracting and like it opens. Or is that your uterus? Okay, so I don't the know. cervix <laughs> is the know. opening. It's like. We're Googling it. Yeah, I have like an image right here. We don't know Let anything about it. So there's like vaginas. a little canal that goes up, right? Where it looks That's like. It looks like a, It looks like a penis could fit there. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Right oh, there. Yep. But then your cervix is up here. So okay. it looks like it opens up and then that goes, the cervix leads into the uterus. Oh, okay. So the so, cervix and the uterus are really like dumb. attached. Yeah. Really dumb. So this is why we need like good, not sex ed, just teach me about my body education. Well, they probably did. We probably just didn't pay attention. Probably. I don't know. I remember I got this book. <clears throat> if you have daughters, I'll get this for like Harlow when she's older. Um, It's this book that I was given when I was like 12 years old. I think my mom got it for me. And um, I'll have to remember the name of it. But it was about like learning like your body. And it was the cutest book. And like it teaches you like there's little graphics like that. And it teaches you about your body and your cycle and your period. I also need this book now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) apparently. Apparently (laughs) apparently I didn't read it very well. But um, I would go back to it so many times and like check things and be like, oh, what's this? Or I don't know about this. And I would like look things up. Yeah. 
So I think what maybe the cup size is, is like your, um, what are these little bones called that spread when you... Your pelvis? Pelvis. pelvis. So maybe that's more of what it is, like to determine how wide your cervix like canal is. Or no, how it's, wide your it's, vagina is. It's about is. the depth, I think. Oh. I don't know. I would think it would be more so about the width because yeah. the cup has to open up enough. Exactly. It has to like go in and so, then pop open probably. Right. So exactly. I think it's probably like the width because everybody's width is going to be different. Well, that's where they have you like talk about your flow. So I think if you're wider there, you probably have a heavier flow. Mm-hmm. So they talk about the sizings like small, medium, large or like regular, heavy, whatever. But the cervix one is like the actual like the height of it, the depth. Wouldn't the flow be how much you actually shed? Like how much your walls shed? That would determine how much blood is coming out. Yeah. Not how wide it is. I don't know. But then there's different ones that are like silicone or not silicone and... That's probably if people are allergic to silicone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am in the market for wanting to try a cup. Well, let us know if it looks like a crime scene. (laughs) I will let you. I'll send you a photo. Just kidding. No, do it. Oh, you want a photo? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, if it's on the walls, I, that would be hilarious. On the walls? Okay. I had so, a client tell me that it was like on the walls, like it looked like a murder scene because she'd take it out and went, Phew. So. Yeah, because you it, like, pull pop- it out and it just, the blood gets like, all over your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Especially okay. if it snaps at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was really convinced to try one, but now I'm a little nervous. But we'll just try it I want to know, like, I'm curious, like, our listeners, like, what, if you're a cup user, what do you use? Because I want to try one out. And yeah, what brand? Because I, I could give it another go. Wait, can a, you go I, buy it at the store? Or do you have to, yeah. like, okay. I'm I was at home all the time anyway. So, like, I could get with, yeah. down with a little bit of blood on my hand if I'm at home. It's just the public thing that is, what are you supposed to do? Like, you're in a stall. There's blood all over your hand. I think maybe you just kind of have to wait it out because you can go longer. I think that's the mm. whole point with the cup. It's like 12 hours. I, I do love that because I hate that feeling. Like I just – which is why I'm wearing a diaper. When you know that your tampon is full and your underwear are getting wet with blood and oh. you cannot get to the bathroom fast enough. And by that point, you're already screwed because I have a pretty heavy flow, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I must not have a heavy flow. Like, I don't, yeah, I've yeah. never really talked about it with anybody, so I didn't know what mine was, but I don't feel like I have. How many tampons do you go through? Like, a day? A day. Like two? Yeah, same. Yeah. Like, the, because I just am getting off my period, and the other day, I, yeah, I, like, literally forgot that I had my tampon in. Yeah, and I like, do that all the time. It was all day long, and I was, like, getting a headache, and I was like, oh, <gasps> Am no. I getting sepsis? I, no, toxic shock. Same thing, though. Sepsis. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. Sepsis is toxic, toxicity, toxemia, okay. tox, toxic whatever. shock syndrome. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, no, I'm getting yeah. toxic shock syndrome. And, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I've always had, regardless of my whatever imbalances I do have, I've actually always had really um, short, light periods. Like my periods regularly are like three days long. And usually by the third day, I'm not even using a tampon. It's just like Lucky. spotting. Mm-hmm. So it's like five to four days usually but this is the first one i've had after harlow how long did it take you to get your period after you had jensen three months and i was still breastfeeding full time but i still got my period so huh i don't know but yeah so i've always and then like when i was on the iud i didn't have i had it in for five years and i didn't have a period oh lucky 
I know. Periods it just made him go so away. It's so annoying. It's like so every annoying. three weeks we have to like bleed. I wish there was a button. Like, Kim, done having kids. It's yeah. All, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is. You just have to go to the doctor for that button. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, Last question. Have you guys heard about COVID affecting your periods? Just this morning from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard more yeah, about no, the the vaccine affecting people's periods. I okay. heard COVID affecting hair. Well, co- more I mean, so the and- vaccine gives you COVID, right? True. So it's sort of hand in hand. I, anyways, I feel like there's like this whole like like conspiracy theory of like COVID affecting people's periods. In what and- way? Um, like, making them like longer, irregular, heavier. Like people are like, I was really regular and then now I'm not. And um, like if you had COVID mm-hmm. and then your period's after that. Mm-hmm. I've had COVID and... I they seem the same. Yeah, mine are still regular. I also just had a baby, so who knows if there are any changes in it. I feel like it depends on like what your Achilles heel is. You know what I mean? Like when you get sick or you have trauma to your body, you we all have certain parts of our body that are weaker Mm -hmm. and that we will see um, like trauma in first. Some people it's their hair, skin and nails. Some people it's their certain organs some people it's you know whatever the case may be so maybe for those people it was their period or their hormones where for me I saw it in my hair my skin and my nails like Mm, I felt like bloating more like I feel like um my hair is just breaking off like crazy falling out like all of that so it may just be you know anytime you get sick or you have trauma to your body your body's gonna (laughs) respond in a certain way so it would make sense whether it's COVID the flu um, and a car accident, childbirth, like mm-hmm. your body's going to respond. So that's probably what I would assume it is, is like that maybe a week Achilles heel for them is their hormones, their periods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I did a quick Google search just to see in medicalnewstoday.com, they even have one about like how long does COVID affect periods? Like, because they huh. did a study and it, they found that like people who had it, that um, that they had a lot of different side effects that affected their menstrual cycles. So mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of weird. What tampons do you use? Do you use tampons? Well, I was using the L, the L tampons, those organic ones. Oh, but then yeah. they just came out that they had the toxins. So I want to switch to a cup and try that. Is there a tampon brand out there that doesn't bleach their cotton and stuff? Like that is Let all organic know. and natural? What other forms of birth control have you used? Condoms. Pull <laughs> <laughs> <Full> out <laughs> method. That's all I've ever used are condoms. I was like, why don't people just wear condoms? Ugh. They're not fun. So that's why. Really? I don't. Ugh. It never bothered me. Ugh. We because I haven't. I'm trying to get consistent with my natural cycles app again. So we've still been like using condoms, and I'm like, ugh. Huh. I prefer to not. But yeah, I, I, I used to have an IUD. I had the pills. I tried the Nuva Ring. I had the Nuva Ring too. I liked the Nuva Ring. Yeah, yeah. The ring. Okay, so the ring made my face eventually after using it for a certain period of time. I don't remember how long it was, but like my, my skin was like dry and flaking off. Like, oh, that's weird. Scaly almost. And so I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I finally stopped using the Nuva Ring because they told me that guys can't feel it when you have sex, but it would always be on their dick like ring toss when we we're done having sex. So I'm like, I'll take that back. Um, so Nuva Ring did some weird things to my skin and my face. Um, oh, I was going to ask. Okay, how often do you guys, like, because the Nuva Ring, right? Like, how often do you guys actually read, like, what the side effects are? Oh, never. 
Never. Like, does it say anything about dry skin or this or that? I did Google it at the okay. time, and no one else had ever experienced it. Okay, it's so it wasn't like a, what I found. I didn't a find side effect that they've warned about. No, I don't think so. Side effects for everything are so long, though. They're like, you that's, could die. That's my point. <laughs> like it's like end. all these things that we take, right? And we're just like, oh, we just take Tylenol. Just yep. take this. Just take that. But, like, if you look at the side effects, like, you're effed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course you feel like shit. Of the course you've got all this stuff wild. going on. There's side effects to everything. Ooh, that's why you shouldn't just there. blindly take vaccines that have hardly been out for that long. <clears throat> Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. It's my personal opinion as well. I will wait to till there is enough information out there. Yeah, agreed. I'm not like an anti-vaxxer. Don't come at me. No, my daughter has like all the ones that I got when I was little that have been around forever to protect her when we're traveling and things like that. But those have been tested for. Actually, long, no. Long, long, long time. I'm kind of lying. I kind of am an anti-vaxxer. Jensen, <laughs> Jensen doesn't have any vaccines. Yeah, yeah. He, he got vitamin K done because we were snipping his pee-pee, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. I chose not to. I didn't also. do vitamin K. <clears throat> but um, that was freaking 20 years ago. So, but I don't know. I think there's a the way, time and place. By the way, thanks for the pediatrician rec. He's awesome. You're welcome. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, no, I was just going to say, I think there's a time and a place for things. Like if, yeah. if it needed to happen, then I would vac- vaccinate. But absolutely. I just don't see a reason why a baby needs tetanus. <laughs> Yeah, that. What's yeah. the point? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was a couple but. too that were like, okay. Nick was like, literally, the only way that she could get this is if she was like playing with needles. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we don't need the this shot. And we're. And it's we funny that our medical like, system yeah, no. is not preventative, except for vaccines. Mm-hmm. That gets you thinking. Yeah. That's well, a whole that was other a topic. That was a squirrel. We just, you know. I, I have, was told that my. My my cervix or something is too small to get a, a IUD. Yeah, the copper one. Width wise or depth? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> my gyno just said that. But they said that before you had a kid. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So you probably just had like a tight, small cervix. Yeah, nothing in it. Well, now come it's in giant. Well, now it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, they they do say originally originally IUDs were actually meant for women who had already had kids, and then they found out that they were so effective, and so they started doing them in women who hadn't had kids yet. I Have I ever told you guys the story? I passed out when I got my IUD put in. Yeah. I heard it's kind of painful. Oh, it's absolutely, because... That's why, that's why I haven't done my it. My cervix was not stretched at all at that point. Oh, yeah, it's like a balloon, maybe, you know? Once you blow it up, it's easier to... Yeah, so... Mm, okay. That's it's, why it's, your second kid you can have quicker. Exactly. So it's softened now. So I've considered getting it put back in. There's hope for you. Yeah, but I just Please. I just don't want the hormones, so I'm trying to not do that because there is one, the copper one, that is non-hormonal, right. but I've heard that it hurts worse, that your periods are heavier, longer, your cramping is worse, Like, and I'm like, I don't really struggle with any of that now, so I don't want to do that, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I might as well just track my cycles, Andy's got to strap up if we're not sure. Yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing <clears throat> if I get pregnant. Oh, well. You feel like a high schooler again, though. Oh, that yeah. sounds so bad. <laughs> Going and buying condoms. I wasn't condoms. having sex in high school. I wasn't having sex in high school either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to be the good Christian girl on here, and I'm like, this reminds me of high school buying condoms. <laughs> I hadn't even had sex. Oh, my no. gosh. I got my I, – I, I made was, out for the first time and had sex all in the same year. I was 16. 
I guess I was in high. Well, no, I had dropped out of high school already. Oh, that's why. That's why I wasn't <laughs> in high school. Oh, no. so you were still well, doing it. Not yeah. I had sex for the first time when I was 20 because I oh. technically didn't have sex with my son's dad. So if you we, didn't get did that, go back to the first issue. Yeah. First episode. Yeah. I know. Did we ever say our ages, though, like when we lost it? I believe I was <clears throat> 19 no. or 20. I was 16 and a half. Okay, yeah. I was I think I was sixteen or seventeen. So you yeah. you would have been in high school, but you had just dropped out yeah, of high school. Yeah, I don't school. know why I said that. Because okay. I, I well I wasn't in high school. <laughs> yeah, anymore. Technically. Tech technicalities. Yeah. So but yeah, um I guess I just felt like I waited so long. I got my like I literally made out for the first time and then like two months later I had yeah. sex for the first time. I was hmm. seventeen yeah. when I had my first kiss. Oh. I wanted to be sweet sixteen and never been kissed, so I waited. That was literally the only reason. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well. Anyway. Anyways. This has been a fun topic. There's also the the birth control that you put in your arm. That's like a little straw, right? Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. That sounds painful. Yeah. Uh, You're supposed to be able to feel it under your skin, too. mm -hmm. I just. But remember on They need to come out with birth control for men. Remember Uh, on Yeah. That's just it. Like, why are there like a million and one ways for women to not get pregnant, but the men can go get 30 people pregnant at one time? And I'm sure they'd love that, too. Can we focus on the men here? At one time? Yeah. How do you do that at one time? I'm saying like he could go have sex with a girl, like 30 girls in one day, and get them all pregnant. Oh. So why don't we get the guys to get birth control? They'd probably I think like they it too. Are, they are working on that. Good. Yeah, that is something that they are working on. <clears throat> they should. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the men would be happier too. I'm sure they would because they'd be more protected from knocking random chicks up if yeah. that's what they're doing with their. But men are so weird about their sperm. That's like this, like you know, pride issue. They're for also that. weird they're about like, their fuck. bank accounts, and I don't think they want their bank accounts depleted. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a lot of kids to pay child support for. If you have a one night stand with somebody and you knock them up, you don't get to decide as a man what happens next. They do. So I think if you are on birth control, you should get tax breaks. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That was random. <laughs> Jenna 2024. Thank you. <laughs> you know how I'd have as my VP. Who? Uh, yeah, that's what Choose. I was thinking too. You'd be my wives. Choose, bitch. You'd be my first ladies. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, we should talk amongst ourselves in the comments. I'm curious. I'm sure there's like, I want to hear what you guys have to say about hormones and your experiences and what, what does the cup work for you or is it a bloody mess? Um, <laughs> I want to know about all the birth control types that you guys have used. What has happened? Side effects? Like, let's just chat it up in the comments. I'm curious. I have a quick question because I have my own personal theory. Um, it was for me, for girls I know, for Britney Spears, when you get off birth control and you get pregnant right away, because that can happen, ladies. I know a lot of women who have gone through miscarriages. That happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people I've known, specifically with the IUD. So I'm just curious for my own personal theory and research, like if any of you have gotten pregnant right away after getting off of birth control, specifically the IUD, and then if you had a miscarriage um, along with that. So Hmm. just curious. Let us know. Well, I think it's time for Kristen to go change her (laughs) diaper. diaper. (laughs) I just put a a new tampon in. an hour ago. Is it so tampon I sh- and, a, and a diaper? Yes. And I have a thong on under the diaper also. <laughs> she is protected. <laughs> I got a lot more on More like the down chair's there. protected. It's like yeah. a downstairs mix-up. It's like, seriously. Uh, the struggle is real. Being a woman is like not for the Dude. week. Thanks, Eve. Screwed that one up about, for all of us. How about in school when, 
Did you ever like bleed? I was always so worried on my period in school that I was going to bleed through oh, like yeah. my pants. Oh, yeah. And I would always have my friend check and I always brought a sweater with me in case I yeah. did. And I did bleed through my pants quite a few times at school. One time I was at a baseball game and I was wearing white shorts. White shorts on your, on your period? period? That's your own fault. Well, no, <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't. Oh, it, like gotcha. I just started. Okay, okay, and okay. back then I wasn't like tracking my cycle. Like I'm going right. to start in two days. I didn't know. It was just like, oops. You know, yeah, like yeah. of all the places and days. So thankfully mm-hmm. my friend had a sweatshirt I could tie around my waist. That's one reason I need to track too because um, when I – like I wasn't – I haven't been on birth control for the last few years – but I would never know when my period was going to start. And I would start mm. and we'd be out. And Nick's like, how do you not know when it's going to start? I'm like, I don't pay attention. I don't, okay? yeah. I'm super regular, but I do not pay attention pay, to yeah. it. Oh, but yeah. now, now I, know I know because of my ovulation pains. <sighs> I see. I never know when I'm ovulating. I don't know. Maybe I will now. I don't know. I knew I, mean, I was yeah, going to start changes, my period, though, yeah. because I was super bloated. Like I told Nick, I was like, it feels like all of my organs down here are like swollen and yeah. like bloated yeah and then i was breaking out and then i started my period the next day but how that's do- how i get now yeah it's like super bloated i get really irritable i'll probably cry and that's how i know because i did not cry but i'll like have like a tear sesh i'm like oh, I'm, I'm starting yeah it's coming i used to never really get like pms but i have been getting i think i'm low in iron because i've been getting really bad headaches like a day or two before mm-hmm. my period and i've heard that's a thing if you're low in iron but anyways mm-hmm. i get this like massive migraine that's like all day long remember when we were outside talking <laughs> and i was like i have a really bad headache oh, that wasn't just me no it wasn't you. <laughs> no i had like a really bad headache all day and then started like two days later and um what was the other thing i was gonna say oh when i ovulate okay this is the weirdest thing i haven't even told anyone this i have like a buzzing feeling down mm. there huh. like almost like I, in there or like yes like up in there where like huh. there's been times where i'm like is there a phone vibrating or is there something like does it feel good no it's not to that <laughs> point it's not like that intense because well, i'm thinking when you're Good ovulating question. that is when you are the most fertile right oh i'm really horny when i ovulate right so maybe it's really? like it's like oh, trying yeah. to be like, hey, is like, hey it, let's get pregnant. Exactly. It's oh, like, that's hey, like give my me best something. sexy time is, yeah. yeah. Shit. That's oh, when yeah. you're obvious. That's when that's you're supposed to have your. Um, I know. Thanks. And then my boobs are all big. I'm and like, your skin's supposed to be glowing. Like, if it's okay, for real, for real. Like, when you guys are ovulating, like, like we're think heat, about huh? it. <laughs> yes. Pay attention to it. And that's when you're the prettiest. You know how sometimes you're like, oh, okay, I look really good. Like, you're like, okay, I like this. And then sometimes you're like, dude, what the hell's going on with me? Check your ovulation. I swear to God, when you're ovulating, you are prettier. Mm. Interesting. Uh-huh. It's our hormones. It is a fact. It's so but that we can checking. attract um, our partners and get yes. pregnant. Well, exactly. And check your boobs, too, Maybe around that time. Boobs. I don't know. They're, but. like, a little bit plump and perky. Uh, well, yeah. I have fake boobs, so I don't mine know. Mine don't get perky anymore. Mine are, oh. mine are done. Mine are, <laughs> mine are, mine are, done. are saggy, deflated. <laughs> Like they are they're not. Dead. Oh, they absolutely are. My boobs do not get perk. Like, you don't have like, a bra on right now, and they don't look like well, saggy I'm pancakes. It Your boobies they jiggle, jiggle and fold. They absolutely <laughs> fold like a coffee bean. <laughs> like, and I'm talking about my own, so don't get on us, okay? Oh man, I'm looking pretty good right now. No, so I'm pumped. No, I can Sorry. tell when I gain uh, weight because they look a little fluffier. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, this oh is gosh. real. This is what happens. Re- okay, we're gonna go. We're, we're signing go. off. We're going to leave. <clears throat> I'm cutting this off. We're done. Uh, All right, thanks well, for listening to our bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, thanks, you guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay. I need you to always do your own research and form your own opinions. Nothing one person says on this podcast 
goes for everyone here. Each individual speaking is speaking only for themselves and no one else on the podcast. Now that that's out of the way, let's get started.